Journey of a Relationship Podcast, Episode 3 on the I Can't Afford to Quit Podcast Network. This is Brent Hill, and on the phone we have Janelle. Hello. How you doing? Good, how are you? I'm decent. You quarantining? I am. Mm. I'm, I'm bored. Now I am. I had to get out for a little bit, but I'm back, back in the house. Um, I had some. I just thought of a topic, so I called, you know, Janelle, and and I wanted to talk about because I had it. Hold on, let me look at it for sure. It's kind of like I literally just thought of it. Um, been inspired by some other podcasts that I've been listening to. And the first thing I wanted to address was the pressures in a relationship, meaning like financial um, pressures to fulfill in a relationship, meaning like financial stuff, um, emotional fulfillment, um, uh, physical those three things of, of, of maintaining a balance between two, giving people, giving your person, uh, significant time, uh, energy, love, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, I'm thinking like, like in a marriage, it has to be tough for every man because just speaking from, my perspective you have to like provide and in the midst like just like anybody else in a capitalistic society you're going to be um pinned down to pinned down by the time it takes to provide and the time that Mm -hmm. it takes to provide is going to subtract from the time it is to nurture a bond with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I was thinking about, like, the conversation that we had yesterday, like, even with, like, Ava, because I was telling you, telling Janelle yesterday, like, I was looking at her, like, baby pictures and stuff like that, and, like, I seen her energy in the pictures, and, like, as she got older, that it's went away because I've struggled... Um, on like financial, the financial side to make sure she's good and she has all of this stuff that she needs, but it takes away from the time that I'm able to spend with her on an everyday basis, you know, and we've been in survival mode 
for so long. Um, it's it's dimmed that, that energy that she's had. You know what I'm saying? When she was a kid and there was no worries and things of that nature. And it, it, it kind of made me sad, you know, to look at it. And then I thought about it as like in a relationship, if you are in the situation as such, like if you're trying to provide and spend time and make sure everybody's emotionally uh, cared for, um, the balance for that is is hectic. Yeah. Um, yeah. What 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 are your thoughts on that? A lot of things um, are going through my mind, but um, I think there's the first angle that came to mind was like as a single parent, the struggle, the inner struggle that goes on with that because you are trying to provide, um, which that's a strain in and of itself. And then um, you have to, like you said, make time for your child. And then on top of that, um, you have to be there helping through, like, the change Mm -hmm. in the family structure. Um while you're still trying to maybe process that on your own. And then on top of that, you have to think about like your child's like mental health and, and, you know, make sure that they, um, you know, realize that sometimes in life, um, things don't work out with their parent. Um, but you still have to make sure they know there's still love, um, that, uh, you know, both parents still love them. And then you have to, like, work through the new normal. Mm-hmm. So there's, that's a lot, you know, for a child. And then there's, that's a lot for the parent. Um, but like I was telling you, you know, um, kids are, like, adaptable. Like, they really are, like, I think at the end of the day, um, especially the older they get, they know that you have to provide and they know you have to, you know, um, go to work every day. And it's because you're trying to give them a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that's lost on them, um, especially when, like, you're still trying to be present. So um, you're still talking to them. You know, you're still present as a parent like they see them. Mm-hmm. and I think like we have to be gentle to ourselves you know with that because we're all like most of us are trying to like do the best we can um with the cards we've been dealt mm-hmm. so um I think your kids they know that and it's hard because you want, you know, you want more, you want more, but you just have to kind of, like, understand that, I mean, it's life. Like, it's it's what it is, but mm-hmm. do your best. That's what I say. Um, and it just keeps up into them, you know, checking in with them, asking them how they are, how they feel, um, you know, and, and and find out what they want to do. 
you know, how, we'll first identify to me their love language um, and then work through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's quality time, you know, asking, like, what do, what do they want to do? Like, do they want to, um, how can you show them, you know, that, um, you know, care? Like, basically, like, maybe for one kid, it could be, you know, playing a game or a video game or a board game or, you know, going to the park. And for another kid, it could be something else, going to the movies. Like, you have to figure out what it is um, with your, you know, with your child, what they need, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. So. Like, even, okay. even with your, like, relationship, were, were you done? I'm sorry. I don't know if I got you off. Were you done? No. Okay. Um, with, okay, having the kids and you working, like, there's another angle that I just thought of. Like, when both people have goals that they're working towards, right, they become, mm-hmm. okay, hmm, how do you set your goals to benefit your, excuse me, your relationship, your individual goals have to be in stride with your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, like both people being on the grind um, can possibly create a situation where you're neglecting one another because you're mm-hmm. trying to get to a certain aspect to help or... Um, accomplish like one aspect of the relationship like the financial fulfillment of making sure all right let's go to let's create this experience we need to get overtime to go to disneyland or whatever you know what i'm saying so you mm-hmm. guys pick up hours mm-hmm. or do whatever create a business or whatever and that takes away from your relationship if you're not doing it like as a team mm-hmm. so um like, I'm, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I think it's important to, that's where, like, good communication comes into play because um, if it's, like, understood and you guys, it's understood that you have a mutual goal that you're trying to reach mm-hmm. um, and, you know, you know what you need to do to get there and... And if that means, you know, working more hours or, you know, getting another job, a second job, um, that's what you have to do if you, you have to, if you're trying to achieve a specific goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is temporary, you know what I mean? Until you reach that. Right. It could be temporary if, until you reach that goal, unless you want to make a new goal. So you know there's going to have to be some sacrifices made. Um for the greater good, like in, in the long run, so that it'll be better. So right now, maybe some things have to be um, cut. Maybe there are certain things you can't do anymore that you used to be able to do. Um, maybe you, you know, have a budget and you're trying to stick to that or whatever. Um, both people, if they're on the same page, should be able to... Um, understand that it's not a slight, it's not 
to say like, you know, your partner or significant other doesn't want to spend that time with you. It's just they got to do, you know what I mean? They got to grind. They got to do what they have to do um, for your future. Mm-hmm. So, so if two people, yeah, you're reasonable people. Like you, that should be understood and it should not be um, taken personally if that may cut into the time that you spend together because in the long run, you will get that time back. Right. So so basically it kind of comes back to communication. <laughs> Effective communication. It always does. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing. Yes, it does. Um, I have nothing else I want to talk about on that aspect. Like that that without that concept or whatever I was topic I was mm-hmm. I was thinking about. Um what do you feel about like your friends like how are you how have you been with managing your friends what about your friends hey, um hey. i <laughs> um it's still a work in progress um i think i'm doing better uh with some more than others um but it's not for my lack of effort so um I try, especially like during this time we're going through, um, I've been trying to, you know, check in um, with everybody to see how they're doing. Um, And I think we're all just trying to get through this time the best we can. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I still, for me, it's still a balancing act, honestly, Um, with my friends. I know, like, for some, I don't, I don't see them as often or spend as much time with them um, as they may like. But I don't know. I just, I feel like um, it's, that's going to happen. I mean, friendships kind of ebb and flow. And um, like we've talked about in our previous episodes, um, (laughs) for me, like, our relationship has been uh, like super high priority for me and um, making sure that that's as healthy as it can be. And um, that's kind of been my focus. Um, But I feel like I've always been a phone call away um, from my friends Mm -hmm. and that I'm not hard to find. And I'm oh, and I'm there, so that FaceTime might be less, but it's less anyway because of what's going on right now anyway. So it's kind of like you know, it's just a constant balancing act. How do you think you're doing? Um, I'm good. I've been checking and reaching out and checking on everybody, see how they're doing. I just joked on Brendan, and he ain't he ain't replied, but. He ain't like what I said, but oh well. Shout out to you, Brendan. Um, what you say? <laughs> oh, no, I ain't going to do that to him. Uh, what? Yeah, I ain't going to do that mm. to him. <laughs> Leave us hanging anyway. <laughs> but, um. We want to know. No, no, no. I ain't going to do it like that. Um, uh, yeah, I've been good. I mean, I think I've been good. I mean, me and Curse talk every day, so 
just about. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. and then I, I checked on Mike, checked on Brendan. That was really the uh, people that I really talked to every day. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I would say I'm about a high C, maybe. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's go into, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I talked to my dad this morning. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, he, he, uh, he called me and we checked in and stuff. So, but, um, Hold on for a second. I want to pick a song real quick. Uh, let's go into Is It Wrong? So we can get in and out. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's see here. Um, doom, doom, doom. Let me jam out for a second. Hold on. Hey. hey. Yeah. When I was young, I'm not a kid anymore, but some days I sit and wish I wasn't. Hey, anyway, um, is it wrong to not have something to talk about in a relationship? (laughs) Um, I feel two ways about it, but my first thought was no, it's not wrong. Um... I think that if you, depending on how frequently you talk to someone Mm -hmm. that you're with, so like, (laughs) we we talk every single day, right? Mm -hmm. And we have, I don't think we've ever missed a day of not talking to each other. And we talk like multiple times a day multiple times a day. <laughs> so, I repeat. So, sometimes, like, I know you get talked out. Um, I'm done I- talking. Damn. Hold on for a second. Sorry, we had technical difficulties. The phone hung up, but I didn't save the actual podcast, so this is all the second take. So, if it seems a little short or, you know, not as detailed. That's why. And action. Okay. So, in answer to your question, as I was saying, mm-hmm. um, when you talk to your significant other as much um, as we do, um, multiple times a day, sometimes it's possible to get talked up. Where, um, I lost. Oh my God, I lost my face. <laughs> uh, where it's possible to run out of stuff to talk about if you talk about talk every day. Yes, and that's okay. Yes, and I think the important thing to take away is that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, if you, especially if you like, you normally spend a lot of time talking to a person. If it was always like that, where you didn't have anything to talk about, then that would be a problem. But I think when you feel like 
you don't really have much to talk about, like, just take a break from the conversation. Like, don't force it. Um, come back later and talk or the next day. And then there should be something, you know, else to talk about um, after you've taken, like, a little bit of a break. I think it's better to do that than kind of just sit on the phone and not really have anything to contribute to the conversation. So what you do? <laughs> Nothing. Mm-hmm. So and, re- and repeat. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's not like um, it doesn't mean anything as far as like your relationship. It just means you're a human. And sometimes like you know we get mentally drained or we just we, just, we got nothing and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I don't think it's wrong. Um, I guess the question should have been, is it normal? And I think that is a normal thing. Um, it happens. Uh, feel free to, like, because, I mean, really communicate. Like, a lot of times we're sharing information or we are of some sort, even if it's what your day is, how you feel, that's information. Sometimes you're not yeah. going to have information to share, to carry a conversation. It's completely normal. Um, live life and then come back <laughs> to the conversation. Yeah. And have something, a productive conversation. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yes. And sometimes it's just not that deep. It really I is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I'm done okay. talking. I got no more talk <laughs> for you. I'm over it. <laughs> it's okay, you know. Go do something else that you enjoy doing, and then come back. So, uh, uh, question number two. Um, let me save this because we got that one done. So we don't want to um crash again. Uh, let's well, see. no problem. <laughs> Uh, in the midst of conflict, is it wrong to wait to address an issue until you have processed it, processed it fully with your significant other? Like, should you wait to uh, deal with it in the midst of conflict? Yes and no. I um, I am team. Let's talk about it right now and hash it out, chop it up, get it out of the way. For me, I prefer to get everything out in the open um, because the sooner you do it, then the sooner you can um, come to a resolution and move past it. Uh, My SIG is not white. So, (laughs) you would much rather wait, process it, come back to the conversation, um, have time to think about it, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I've kind of had to adjust to that um, when I haven't wanted to, but I've tried my best. But I think that that should be situational, which direction you go, mm-hmm. whether you talk about it then and there or whether you wait, but it depends on your mood and it depends on the severity of issue. So if it's something, maybe it's like a slight misunderstanding, you're not really mad, I'm not really mad, nobody's really tripping about it, then maybe that um, that could be talked about then and there's so a far should move on. 
it's something more serious, and you know, maybe it is best to just wait. Excuse me, and discuss it, so that both people are mad. Somebody doesn't say something out of pocket or something they don't really mean mm-hmm. to hurt the other person because they're talking through anger, um, and so that can lead to like other problems and that you don't want. So, um, I think it's important to kind of gauge, you know, when, whenever there's a new issue, gauge. Mm-hmm. you know, the best course of action and then go from there. Um, for me, the problem um, with um, delayed gratification is that I I need to know, like, when are we coming back to this? Like, mm-hmm. like do you need a day? Do you need an hour? Do you need, you know, just a few minutes? That's helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Then I'm not so anxious to be like upset and be like on edge, waiting for for you to come back to the conversation. And mm-hmm. then like, if that happens, then like, and I don't know, then you come back to the conversation. You're all calm and cool, my like, yeah. And I'm and I'm like still mad. Then our energies don't match, and then it's another hurdle to get past. Um, because we're not aligned and I'm, I might be upset that about the issue and the fact that I had to wait to talk about the issue (laughs) because I was left hanging or felt like I was left hanging. Um, and then there goes that. So Mm -hmm. what do you think? I think, um, it's one of those things where for me, um, because I'm like the latter part of it. Like I like to analyze and um, uh, really sit and process conflict before I deal with it. Um, not so, well, not so much deal with it, but if speak on it or speak to a significant other uh, to where like somebody that I really care about, I'm a little, I try to be a little more gentle or. That's my purpose of taking the time to process and and look at my perspective and and try to see it from their perspective so I can go in and talk with a sense of, like, empathy. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that, though, if you cut the conversation too short and and it doesn't allow someone to tell you their perspective, Mm -hmm. then... You have to still do that work when you come back to the conversation. So when you're processing, it's like you still don't really know fully how that person feels because they haven't been able to dive in mm-hmm. um, and give you all the aspects of you know why they feel the way they do. You still have to peel back layers when you come back to the conversation. When you're processing, it's still like you're more or less still processing just your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't at least allow that person to tell you why they feel the way they do about whatever the conflict is. So that's something to keep in mind um, mm-hmm. as well. So you're riding along? No, not necessarily. I think it's just. It should just be situational based on the issue that you're dealing with. 
So, hey, are you done? You good? Yeah. Have we? Have I'm we? Do, is there any meat left on the bone? Um. Because you always think about it after the podcast is over with, and I hate that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that feeling once yeah. you go like, shit, I should have said. Um, I think that you just have to just extend grace and to the person and um, give them the benefit of the doubt, allow them to tell you how they feel. Listen, be open to, you know, what they're saying, their perspective, even if it's different than yours. Um, it's and, dumb to be nice. <laughs> it's dumb to listen. <laughs> and uh, shout out to Ashton. And... Uh, think that um, you that's how you get through conflict um, mm. you know just just be open allow your um, your significant others like the space and the grace to tell you to tell, talk to you um, and just be open oh. um Yes, I think because if you're not, then they're going to be hesitant to talk to talk to you. Mm-hmm. What the freak? Hold on for a second. Um. Oh, you want to allow? Um, you want to basically it. You want it to be a safe a safe space. So. You want um, your significant other to um, not hesitate in talking to you, um, whether there's conflict or not. Um, you just want to be there and you want to, um, you know, listen, be, be kind. You know, try to understand, you know, their perspective. So. I couldn't agree more. Um... Uh, with that being said, I have nothing else. Um, until next time. Or well, actually, what do you want to talk about? Give me something that you want to say or you want to do within the next podcast that you want to um, address. Not address, but like, you know, a goal mm-hmm. from the next podcast that you want to have accomplished. Um, hopefully, Um, we'll have, um, just, we'll just be, we'll just all be in a better place, um, where it will spark (laughs) more conversations about how we made it through, Mm -hmm. um, during this time, because I know that it's probably tested, uh, some relationships. Uh, because we have been quarantined um, in our houses and, um, you know, it's, it's tested some relationships. So, um, just, we just have to practice patience and kindness and, um, understanding. So. All right. Um, my goals, uh, I don't have any. I just thought it would be a great question. Uh, 
but I just needed to line the song up <laughs> for the end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you needed some special yeah. space to do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel used. <laughs> <laughs> um, until next time, we will holla at y'all, man. Um, be safe out there. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. You know what I'm saying? Don't touch your face. You know, don't cough on nobody. Cough in your elbow. Right. Um, And don't take all the toilet paper. Stop doing it. Yes. Hand wipes and all that. Spend time with your kids while you're in there, too. That'd be cool. Yes. In the career. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I holla. Bye. Uh, Let's see. Clear song. We're going to do this. But the hard part was having to admit to myself that I'd made a mistake. Oh, never mind. Wrong song. (laughs) (laughs) I feel. We have all kinds of technical difficulties. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Fuck it. You just go ahead. We're going to go out on this. So sorry. <laughs> we just gonna go out on this. All right, y'all have a good, y'all have a good time. Be safe. You Love have a blessed other. evening. <laughs> Love each other. All right now. Bye. <laughs>